Hello, my name is Reverend Jodie Stowell. I'm the Vicar of St Mike's Harrow and this is St Mike's Podcast. You're very welcome here. Today is the 21st of May and it is the Thursday of the sixth week of Easter, which is when we mark the Ascension of Jesus. We begin with our reading. Acts chapter 1 verses 1 to 10. In the first book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus did and taught from the beginning until the day when he was taken up to heaven. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over the course of 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While staying with them, he ordered them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait there for the promise of the Father. This, he said, is what you have heard from me. For John baptised with water, but you will be baptised with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, It is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going and they were gazing up towards heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up towards heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So I want to begin, as we ponder the story of the Ascension this morning, with a poem that I have read before in one of the first podcasts that we did. Um, But it is a poem especially for Ascension Day, so it's good for today as well. It's a blessing poem from Jan Richardson, from her book, The Cure for Sorrow, and it's called Stay. I know how your mind rushes ahead, trying to fathom what could follow this. What will you do? Where will you go? How will you live? You will want to outrun the grief. You will want to keep turning toward the horizon, watching for what was lost to come back, to return to you and never leave again. For now, Hear me when I say, all you need to do is to still yourself, is to turn toward one another, is to stay. Wait and see what comes to fill the gaping hole in your chest. Wait with your hands open to receive what could never come except to what is empty and hollow.
you cannot know it now, cannot even imagine what lies ahead. But I tell you, the day is coming when breath will fill your lungs as it never has before, and with your own ears you will hear words coming to you new and startling. You will dream dreams, and you will see the world ablaze with blessing. Wait for it. Still yourself. Stay. Jan writes very profoundly about grief in a number of poems after the unexpected death of her husband. And it strikes me that we are experiencing grief as we continue to experience our lockdown here. Some feel stuck like stone in their homes, paralysed perhaps by the trauma that has engulfed them. Some able to do some more of the usual things, go for a walk, go to the shops. Some of us are in denial and are choosing to imagine that normality will return soon. So any grief is on hold and hopefully avoided. In the world after the resurrection, things were not the same. And we might imagine that all was joyful and a delighted change. But remember that the disciples took a traumatic journey through Jesus' arrest, torture and death, before the dramatic turn of the resurrection. And so now they have lived in a world where Jesus is raised for 40 days. Perhaps they are in the tentative beginnings of figuring out what this new world looks like, where resurrection is the reality. But there is no normal. There is no returning to normal. And then Jesus is taken from them again. I'm glad that Jesus told them to stay in Jerusalem, to wait for the promise, to wait for what was coming. I imagine they could do nothing else. I imagine they are snapped back to the grief of loss and perhaps the unprocessed trauma of the crucifixion. Back in Holy Saturday, Jesus is gone. We find them later scared and fearful in the upper room before the Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost. That's a whole ten days from this moment. No wonder we find them fearful. So as we navigate our own changed world, let us be kind to ourselves and each other. Remember that Jesus told his disciples to stay where they were and to wait for the promise of the Father. That sounds like a great kindness and a wisdom from Jesus. Stay where you are 
It may be all you can do. Wait. The promise from the Father is coming. Grant, we pray, almighty God, that as we believe your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to have ascended into the heavens, so we, in heart and mind, may also ascend, and with him continually dwell, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. Go well into your day, and may you come again soon to our doors.